Bush and Richie here with your daily takeaway. Uh, what has come into the post box today for edible snacks? After uh, young Ben uh, sent us that stuff in from Duty Free yesterday oh, yeah. from the Cape Verde Islands. Oh, it's Looking lovely. Looking forward to uh, seeing what we have today. Over to our very eager producer, producer Adem. Because uh, we're both absolutely starving. Yeah. Yeah, nothing. Was that, that was it then? Was it just that one? Well, give them time, because they only had it yesterday. Now, you see, look, is, 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 here's an important lesson, and I'm sorry this has come out at the beginning of the podcast. Sorry I have to dirt, air our dirty laundry in front of you guys. Yeah, apologising to you, the podcast listener. You'd have heard on The Breakfast Show, all right, good producers, they make features out of them, all right, and that's why Dave has issued this producer challenge yeah. on The Breakfast Show. Yep. All right. Even if nothing had come through, a good producer would have gone to the corner shop and, like... You know, but said, "Oh well, this has come in from Julie. She's just come back from Skiathos. Skiathos, and she has sent in some Twix and a dime bar. So, okay, so we haven't got this. Is your, what you're saying is you've not done that, and we haven't got anything now for the start of the podcast. Yeah, we haven't got anything to eat either on the way home on the train. So, do you get paid to do this? Continue by at the train stop. Okay, we've we've also got a bit of a staff issue here that on home time that we need to deal with ourselves internally, that which is fine. We'll let you get through the rest of it. Yep. Not get through, you'll enjoy yeah, it. Yeah, I yeah, hope. yeah. I'll let you get through. The Not rest quite the wording we're after. <laughs> Struggle through. Here it is. This is Bush and Rich's daily takeaway. Now listen, uh, what kind of person are you? Do you ever wonder what kind of person you are? Like Nikki Graham once famously said on Big Brother, God bless her, who are you? And then you can, like, take tests online, can't you, to, like, find out the kind of person you are, answer questions in magazines, that kind of stuff. But I think, forget all that. If you want to find out the kind of person that you are, check your pockets. Because <laughs> I reckon the stuff that's in your pockets right now sums you up as a person. It's genuinely true. It's almost like your kind of uh, physical DNA of stuff that you've got. So, for example, earlier on today, uh, I had another acupuncture session at oh, my yeah. Chinese herbal guy at the end of the road to try and sort my back out. And it's getting a bit better, so he's working. But uh, I had to take uh, all the stuff out of my pockets before I got on this bed so he could stick, like, skewers in my back. Uh, and the stuff that I took out, I thought, that kind of sums me up. It's got my, I have my house keys. Yeah. About... £1.50 in change, yeah. uh, a, a box of paracetamol yeah. that I just bought, and then three Tunnock's tea cake wrappers wrapped into balls. Three Tunnock's tea cake wrappers? Three little silver balls of Tunnock's tea cake wrappers, because I absolutely love them. So is that sort of like, you know, the last three days' worth? No, that was just last night. You're still kidding. in my pockets. But sometimes what I'll do, I, so, so people can't see that I've had too many of them, I'll just like squirrel them away in my pocket. <laughs> And then it looks really bad in, in front of a medical professional. Because <laughs> I think he looked at me like, are you all right? Wow. Are you sleeping in the car? So, I mean, have you got what have you got in your pockets right now? Do you know what? I know what's going to be in the pocket before I bring it out. And it, it completely backs up your theory. Because what is in my pockets right now... What's in your pockets? Sums up my, uh, <laughs> how I feel right now. Strepsils. Little throat thing going on. <laughs> yeah, absolutely have, yeah. Pack of strepsils sums you up, do you know what I mean? Don't worry, I've tested, I'm negative. He's negative, he's mentioned that earlier on, it's all fine. <laughs> so look, it does peer into your soul. Max says, spread over four pockets, he's got cargo shorts. Keys, front, upper right. Tissues and hand splay, lower right. Mask and bike gloves for lower left. Not shown used tissue back right. Held in reserve for emergency dabbing. It's a, it's a marvel those shorts <laughs> stay up with all that weight, isn't it? He's not taking any risks, that's for sure. <laughs> so look, what's in your pockets? It'll tell us the kind of person that you are. It's keys and wallet, says Daniel, describing himself as a minimalist. Really, it depends on the size of the keys and the wallet. I agree. So, I mean, you have a hefty old wallet and it spores the lining of a nice thigh. It's a classic uh, dad thing, in it, to have a big fat old wallet that burns the back of your... 
back pocket. Do you know what I mean? It's like a proper dad thing, that. And Thomas O'Brien has tweeted us a photo of his keys. He must be the top jailer at Wormwood Scrubs. I've never seen anything like it. Uh, Ian Richardson says, uh, taking the mickey out of my photo earlier on, which was coins, house keys, paracetamol, three tonics, key, tea cake wrappers, uh, coins bush, old school. <laughs> what, is it old school to carry Do you know what? shrapnel these days? No, I, I'd say it was. I don't carry around coins. You're not, in, not doing coins no more? No, no, no. I, I know where I have two pound coins, and where that is in the, se- <laughs> in the centre console of the car for the Tesco trolley. Oh, is that right? Yeah, that's it. That's and there's only two in it? there, just in case I forget to pick one back up. Wow, absolutely. Belt and braces. You are belt and braces, man, aren't you? <laughs> Minimalist. Uh, now, we're getting an interesting side argument on this uh, with the ladies. Alexandra says, I haven't got any pockets. And when did you have that tea cake? That's not the point. Uh, Manu <laughs> Three then, of them. Three of them last night. Yeah. That's, that, that's a normal amount of tea cakes. <laughs> but the interesting thing is, she's saying she hasn't got any pockets. Manu then follows in saying, Bush, most women don't have pockets. Have you not seen women's dresses? Women have got pockets, haven't they? They have got pockets. Surely. Um, I don't want to generalise. I think I think the gentleman care that doesn't doesn't care as much about the outline, so we'll bulk up a pocket with like a big man wallet. Exactly, yes. loads of cards don't use it. Lizzie here does have a pocket because she's boasting about what's in hers, so that's undoing everything. That just that... well, just as a side thing, uh, ladies, let's have the let's have the percentages overall. We'd like to hear pockets, no pockets. What are you thinking? Seventy thirty split, something like that. We'll find out by the end of the show. Uh, Lizzie says, uh, small scissors, disposable gloves, a tourniquet, and a one-millimetre syringe. Oh, my word. <laughs> Sinister, really. That yeah. is like like Bond villain type <laughs> stuff. You're going to get like a, some form of a confession out of someone with that kind of thing. <laughs> uh, without further ado, let's go to the phones. We've got Dan on the line. Tell us then, Dan, what's going on with you? Um, in my pockets, I have uh, two lighters, in case I lose one. Right. Uh, two permanent markers, page of tobacco, keys, oh, and uh, a Stanley blade for work. Okay, right. he sounds skittish. Do you know what I mean? There's a lot of backup, you know, contingency plans going on here. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Uh, uh, and also, like, he, he, he listed the two lighters, then went on to the permanent marker, and then went on to the tobacco. Yeah. So normally you'd think the lighters would go with the tobacco, unless he's lighting up a Sharpie. Which, which <laughs> <I don't... laughs> you're, not, you're not smoking pens again, are you? <laughs> oh, no, Dan? no. <laughs> And then you've got a, a Stanley blade, which is just a little bit at the end. You just dropped in at the end there, which makes you look like a like a, a foot pad from, say, uh, you know, Jack the Ripper era London. What is it that you do for a job? Uh, I do removal, so I need that blade to like, cut open boxes or cut out um, like bits of bubble wrap. They all make sense now. It's it all falling into place. It? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Do you know, we respect uh, removal men or, or removal people who sometimes you think I'm not. That's not going to get in that house, not in a million years. Yeah, you always get it in there, don't you? Oh yeah, of course. I love the ability for them to come round, look at your house and go, yeah, you'll need this size lorry. <laughs> yes. This is the Daily Takeaway. Daily Takeaway. Um, we're just saying that you can tell everything you need to know about a person from what they've got in their pockets right now. So then if you're starting dating with someone, forget all the kind of get-to-know-you stuff, just check their pockets. If you are starting dating with someone, Andy in Swansea, he'd be a catch. Bottle opener, six quid. <laughs> what a brilliant night out that would be. <laughs> Hey, I tell you the other thing that's going on in the background that is unusual, though, and we weren't expecting this. It's a big argument rumbling on about uh, the fact that it seems that women don't have pockets in any of their clothes, which is a nightmare. Jamie says this is so incredibly obvious. Uh, we deserve pockets, so we were trying to get to the bottom of this. If so, it's it's unbelievable. Alina is on the phone. Tell us the situation, Alina. A lot of women's clothes don't have pockets, and in women's jeans, the pockets are actually smaller than in men's jeans. 
Okay. It's a problem we all have as women that a lot of our dresses don't have pockets. Do you, as, a, as a woman, do you, do you feel like disenfranchised that you don't have the pocketing situation that, that men do and want to change that? I do, I do, but I have a skill. I have a very good skill. I um, can actually sew really well. I have a, a fashion degree, so I'd make a lot of my own clothes and I always put pockets in. But when right. I buy dresses, I add pockets, which is what I've been doing yesterday and today. I've wow. got three new dresses and I've added pockets. So it's like buying like a small semi-detached house and drilling down into the basement. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's awkward, but, you know, you know, now, fortunately... Alina, I, have... I don't have a fashion degree, so does that mean you have to buy two of the dresses that you like and then using the the second dress as a donor dress for the material to add a pocket on the front? That's a good point. He's got a good point there. It is a good point, but no, I don't. Um, I just buy similar fabrics, fabrics that manipulate the same way, uh-huh. and same colour, and then I just add the pocket, the style of pocket that I would like to add, whether it's an inseam or a patch pocket. or whatever. I like a patch pocket. Love a patch pocket. I I, like and obviously pocket. you make a good point that the women's pockets aren't big enough. Is, can a pocket be too big? Does it get to a point where this is, that's too big for a pocket? It's ridiculous. Uh, I guess it can be. I do have some that I have very big pockets in and it, it they just tend to harbour stuff then. Harvest. That sounds yeah. sinister, doesn't it? Things, and then people are always like, why do you have that in your pocket? And I'm like, I don't really want to answer that question, but I do Alina, it's a Broadchurch This Hometime Show. Thank you very much uh, for your pocket and fashion expertise this evening. You are absolutely welcome. Uh, it really, really has... We've had to keep on our phone operatives late tonight because this has really sparked off a lot of phone calls. There's a call centre in the background. Uh, there is. Uh, uh, Greg... Is, is waiting. Greg, how can we help you? I want to talk about pockets or, or lack of usage. OK. So we've, we've had women on saying that women don't have pockets and that they kind of feel annoyed by that. What's your take on this, Greg? Uh, I don't use mine. I've got a man bag. Well, well. Now, now, Greg, I, I, I think this is interesting. You bring this up because Bush, this is the way the youth are going, and Greg is obviously one of our youth-minded I, listeners. I'm quite old. I'm quite old. How old are you, Greg? Uh, 56. OK, 56-year-old <laughs> fellow with a man with bag. man bag. So, Richie, you were thinking of the way the youths now have this little bag slung across their shoulder. Yeah, my 17-year-old lad's going around with his man bag and all this kind of thing. It looks, it looks interesting. Interesting. <laughs> Greg, what did you, what, tell us about your bag. What's it look like? Uh, a little leather thing from uh, Santorini. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, yeah, it's very nice. It's hard-wearing. I've got all my, all my stuff in there. I've got my work phone, my personal phone, my glasses... Glasses cleaners, home keys, work keys. It's all in there. All the kit, all so the kit. Everything. Is everything it, a, is it like a big satchel bag or is it a little tiny man bag like Richie was describing his lad's got? It's about the size of a sort of small loaf of bread. <laughs> 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 Never heard that size comparison before. <laughs> the, the loaf system. But obviously it doesn't yeah. have the girth of a loaf of bread, does it? No, well, sometimes when, I'm, when I've got a lot of stuff in it, it does. But, uh, yeah, generally, it doesn't. Wow. Wow. Well, it's been great having you on talking about your bag. <laughs> Thanks, Cheers, fella. Thanks. Bye-bye. You are now travelling on a trip into the unknown in a long, dark tunnel through time. Only it's not really a tunnel. More like a theoretical vortex. And it's not dark. For your way is illuminated by two time-travelling escorts. 
The years fly past. Age ceases to exist. Where will you land? Will you ever return to your own time? Only Bush and Ritchie can save you now as you travel through the decades. Tesco One of you could be winning £1,000 as we take you through the decades. Can you answer a question from each of the Absolute Radio <laughs> Decade stations to bag yourself a win and Richie a cough cure? <laughs> uh, on the line, ready to play, we have the lovely Emma. Emma, where are you calling in from this evening? Hello, I'm from sunny Staffordshire. Oh, now normally Richie's got a bit of an intel on an area or train station knowledge of an area. Staffordshire, what have you got, Richie? Uh, Orton Towers. Uh, yeah, about half an hour away. There you go. That's pretty good. I'll take that. Yeah. Um, you, you've been on your train sim last night, Richie. Driven. Can you go through Staffordshire train station? I've not been through uh, Stafford train station, but it is on the West Coast Main Line. So you'll get there at some point. <laughs> yeah. Are you feeling lucky today, Emma? I hope so, yeah. Definitely, fingers crossed. She means business. Right, Emma, uh, here are the rules. Uh, we are going to give you seven questions, one from each of our sister stations. Absolute Radio 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, noughties, 10s in the present day. Uh, you've got 60 seconds on the clock to get all seven correct. You can't pass on a question, however, and when the time's up, the game ends. Does that make sense? It does, yeah. Good. Right, Emma, uh, let's play through the decades. Where would you like to start? Uh, 70s, please. Start in the 70s. Okay, good luck. Best of luck. Let's go through the decades. Through the decades. 70s. Who who was the wrestler Andre René Rusimov, better known as? Was it Big Daddy? It wasn't. It wasn't Big Daddy. Mm. Keep keep guessing. Andre. It wasn't. (laughs) What's the name? It's my youth coming (laughs) through here. So, one more time, who's the wrestler Andre René Rusimov, better known as? I don't know. He was big. He was big. They're all big, though, aren't they? That's a good point. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Think, I mean, Andre the what? If he was big. Oh, the destroyer. I don't know, the giant. Yes! yes! Uh, 80s, which sitcom took place at Maplin's holiday camp in Crompton on Sea Essex? Howdy ho. Yes, howdy ho. 90s, 10 is the debut album by which American rock band? Um. No. Come on, Emma, you got this. Uh, oh. Oh. You're a loser and you have lost. Did say Pearl Jam just in the end. Did you just get Pearl Jam? Just as the time ran out. Uh, which means, uh, Emma, you, I'm afraid, are trapped for the rest of your natural life in the noughties, which, if you look at it, given how bad the world is at the moment, it's actually all right. Uh, I'll take that one. I'll take, take that. that one, yeah. Uh, <laughs> great progress once we got past Andre the Great. Uh, the giant. Well, yeah. Sorry, giant. Yeah. <laughs> We're having a problem with Andre this evening. Yeah, we don't... <laughs> perhaps, uh, perhaps a bit before my time, but yeah, I couldn't remember that one. I was more uh, Sunday afternoon with Big Daddy and Giant Haystacks. Oh, weren't they fantastic? <laughs> what days they were. <laughs> Shirley Crabtree. <laughs> what an amazing name for someone so massive. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Uh, anyway, look, we could talk about res- um, rescuers, wrestlers, for ages. I think it would be good if I ended this very soon. <laughs> um, Emma, hard luck. Uh, we will play a game tomorrow, not with you. Um, I d- didn't mean to be personal there. It's gone uh, now. Thanks for your for chance to play and bag yourself £1,000, uh, call 0330-123-1215. Uh, you've got until six to enter. Full terms and conditions at absoluteradio.co.uk. And if you can't wait till then, you can get yourself trained up by playing Through the Decades on your Amazon smart speaker right now by saying, open the Through the Decades game. Through the Decades with Tesco Mobile.
Can't wait to have my tea later. Let me explain why. Uh, first day at school for uh, Rocco today. So uh, half day as they start and all that kind of thing. Uh, so there was stuff going on this afternoon, celebrate his first day. Uh, and as I was coming in, Natalie said to me, she said, don't forget, we've got stuff going on this afternoon. So uh, I'm afraid you're going to have to sort yourself out for dinner tonight. Sort yourself out? Oh, I love it when that gets said. I go the other way. I'm kind of thinking, oh, I know exactly what I'm having. If I get told I've got to sort myself out for dinner, straight away I know what I'm having. It's macaroni cheese. So of all the things, you, you can walk into Tesco and whatever you have, you go straight to macaroni, like instant, what, microwavable macaroni cheese? This is the thing. Because you know the circumstances of how you're eating it, you know, you're getting in and, you know, everyone else in the house has eaten. Yeah. So you've got to do something quickly, but you're still eating at home. There's no sort of, like, ostentatious eating out or that kind of thing. It's something convenient. It's something warming. Bit of a sore throat going on at the moment. It's got to be the soothing macaroni cheese. I, I, I know it's perfect you're... for a sore throat dairy, isn't it? That's <laughs> <laughs> what you need. Soft pasta is, as long as it's not al dente. <laughs> you're pouring scorn on me, but I bet if you are true to yourself... If your Katie says to you, you've got to sort yourself out for dinner tonight, you know exactly what you're having. Pasty chips and beans. There you go. Against us, in the oven, chips and beans. Honestly, uh, and no judgement at all because you've been given carte blanche stuff, what exactly, you want. Exactly, yeah. Just sorting yourself out. Exactly, sorting yourself out. So let's have a little bit of a home time survey. Uh, we're all turning our, uh, our thoughts towards food as it hits ten past five. Mm. If you got told, oh, I'm really sorry, you've got to sort yourself out for dinner tonight, do you know what you're having? Vicky says, I'm 100% with Richie on this. Literally having mac and cheese this evening. Finest, no less. As husband goes out to do his radio, hospital radio show, he hates cheese sauce, so it's my only access. <laughs> Love that. Rubbing her hands with glee. Uh, Paul says, cheese on toast with Worcester sauce and a four-pack of Stella. Wow, that's a way to have it, isn't it? <laughs> lotto winner, lotto winner's dinner there. Uh, P. Dizzle says, My daughter has a beige banquet consisting of chicken nuggets, party sausage rolls, mozzarella sticks and chips. I love that, an intergenerational one. She's just uh, sorting herself out. <laughs> so far, just a bit of an observation, not that much green on the plates when people have got to sort themselves out. I don't think there's been any green so far. <laughs> I don't think there has been. Uh, Helen says, Hubby's go-to is Kiev chips and beans. That would be if he could find the kitchen, she adds. It's pretty brutal. Uh, Claire in Stockton on Tees says Bernard Matthews hamwiches, potato waffles and beans. What on earth is a hamwich? I don't know, but I don't think it's green. Is it like the hamburger? <laughs> that is bizarre, isn't it? Uh, Ross, what's your go-to sort yourself out meal? Uh, Scotch pie, chips and beans, but it needs to be proper fat chips, none of your French fry rubbish. Okay, and are you saying this because sometimes you're not really allowed to eat that stuff in the house, so it's your moment to shine? Yeah, it's, it's deemed as unhealthy, so when my is out, that's my unhealthy go-to meal. Now, wow. scotch pie, we're talking we're talking haggis, basically, aren't we here? Bit of mutton? No, no, no. It's it's a, it's like a mince pie, but not like you get down in England. It's, it's very Scottish traditional mince, mince pie, um, but absolutely lovely. Because sometimes in the local Greggs you get them, so, you know, uh, would that mean the, where are you from, specifically? Uh, from Fife, so the east coast of Scotland. So the Fife Greggs might have one of them in there, okay. do you reckon? Yes, absolutely would have one of them. So when you get told you've got to sort yourself out for dinner tonight, it's scotch pie, so you've got to go buy Greg's on the way home for your dinner. Yeah, absolutely. Two scotch pies. <laughs> not just one, but two. Just a two. <laughs> no, 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 it needs, needs to be two. One's not enough. We admire you, my friends. We admire you. <laughs> Living the dream, Ross. Thank you. Great show. Thank you. Weirdly enough, actually, I'm, I've am i got board game night tonight, so I'll be getting in later, so I've got to sort myself out for there tea. There you go. But I'm probably just going to have toast. Uh, 
Can't be doing pasty chips and beans at midnight. That's the only what? problem, isn't it? If, if you're saying it's, it's like toast levels, somebody else messaged earlier on, they said, and I, they're obviously implying that, so here we are, it's this, this chap here in Rochester. Oh, yeah. I would probably just have crumpets smothered in lashings and lashings of butter. I think that's an acceptable midnight one. I feel a bit Henry VIII, though. Do you know what I mean? There's something about it. Pikelets. Were crumpets made when Henry VIII were on the throne? I don't think so. But it's that kind of toasted goods, you know, curled up shoes, <laughs> bells on your hat. I'm going to go to um, Hampton Court Palace, look up Henry VIII's history and see if that's what caused his downfall. You never know. Watch this space. Liz, what's yours? Puck a pie, all steak, with air fried chips and peas. Oh, she's thought about it. <laughs> oh, she really has. So many people who get in touch with us on the show sing the praises of an air fryer. Do you love your air fryer? Love my air fryer. Are you just air frying your chips? You're not air frying a puck of pie, are you? Just the chips. <laughs> Well, and so do you, do you normally, the kind of running theme with this thing is that sometimes you get don't, don't get to eat this, but when you're allowed to choose for yourself, you go for it. Is there a reason why you don't normally have it? Nobody else in the house likes it. Really? How can, how can they not like this? I know. I just don't understand it. Have you considered moving out or anything? Uh, yeah, I have considered it. I, I think it would be yeah. uh, worthwhile considering this. You, you're in a situation where these are either people descended from you or someone that you've choos- chosen to live with, and if they don't share the taste of a steak pucker pie and the chips, questions have to be asked. Who doesn't like pie and chips, Liz? I don't know. Who are these people? <laughs> Sorry, I feel like you've had a revelation tonight on the show, <laughs> and we're glad to have been there with you. Sorry to Liz's family. <laughs> the Daily Takeaway. Richie's Daily Takeaway. Uh, Joe, yesterday uh, I was telling you about um, the disaster uh, that happened on the bridge over the river uh, with Rocco's Jurassic Park Velociraptor. What was the name of the rapid response unit that dealt with it? The Dinosaur Rescue Group. Uh, the DRG. The DRG. DRG. Uh, I told young Rocco, he's four, that uh, don't worry, the Dinosaur Rescue Group, they'll come along, they'll clean him up, a uh, little baby blue, the little Velociraptor, and they will return him to our house the moment, the moment. Uh, that he is clean and safe and well once again. And the branding, the, the, the livery of the DRG is incredibly similar to Amazon Prime. It is, yeah, and there's a, an active court case going on right now about it, so we can't Who'd really talk about it, but um, he's turned up. Oh, wow. That's, yeah. That is a quick turnaround. It, uh, the DRG are fantastic. When they get on the waterways, there's no stopping them. <laughs> no, absolutely. One problem, double the size. <laughs> That's a hard thing with the <laughs> DRG's brochure, isn't it? Being able to see scale. You can't tell when you're looking on the app. So when you're looking um, you know, on the DRG yeah, brochure, yeah, yeah. what the sizes of these are. It was the exact same model. Or, you know, um, yeah. But it is, it is Baby Blue the dinosaur. Though, it is isn't Baby same Blue guy. the dinosaur, yeah. But I've been, I've been sent a little video from home and he's delighted at it, but he's rumbled it. He's got this is this is a different one. <laughs> I think if you'd fallen off at that height and landed up in the water, you'd probably comfort eat a bit as well, wouldn't you? <laughs> this is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. There you go. Uh, final song of the evening on Home Time, uh, and it's been a dizzy, dizzy old show of a range of different topics. Thanks for getting involved, but uh, uh, that is it. We don't want to hear any more about your foods or what's in your, in your pockets. Well, actually, I'll tell you what, we, we could we could have one more bit of food. Obviously, Danielle Perry is here uh, after 7 o'clock if you're listening on Absolute Radio. Uh-huh. Danielle, <laughs> quick question before you go through the decades. Yes. 45 minutes My daily free, journey. Your daily journey. <laughs> if your fella says to you out of nowhere, really sorry, you're going to have to sort yourself out for dinner tonight, 
What do you have immediately? Because we're finding that everyone knows that go-to meal the moment that you know that you're not eating. You don't have to worry about anyone else being judged. You can just go have a meal for yourself. What's it going to be? Maybe jacket potato. It's really boring, isn't it? Ooh. Well, you, would you jazz it up by taking doing that thing where you cook it and then take the innards out, mix it with cheese, put, put it back in again? You haven't sold that to me. <laughs> it's not good, is it? Awful. <laughs> Never really did that well in the catering industry, and I can't work out why. <laughs> Come round to mine for dinner. It's lovely. I'll take the innards out. That's awful. Will you not be finishing your innards? Oh, no, I don't know what. That's really boring. Isn't it? It's, I've, it's, it's, it's what not you happened want, for years. It's, really? Takeaway. I'd have a takeaway. What takeaway are you going for? Thai. Ooh. Why have jacket potatoes never broken the takeaway market? Because it's only about twenty-five p to make. <laughs> I do. I do quite like though. Do you not get them in like some town centres? We get like a little tiny, like person selling little spuds. There, we sit in Torquay outside the nightclub. I swear, back in the day, Victoria <laughs> Station, when I used to come back from an Arsenal match, had a little. Um, thing by the ticket case that was called Spud You Like. Yeah, there was. Could, yeah, take yeah. away like a little thing. <laughs> Bring back the spuds. Yeah. <laughs> not but such a bad idea. <laughs> not, not for seven quid. So, uh, Daniel, there'll be a lot of spud chat this evening on the show. Yeah. What else is coming up this evening? Yeah, Queen of spuds. Um, through the decades, yeah. David Bowie on the way, Monkey's Journey, Radiohead, that kind of thing. It's going to be sweet. This is The Daily Takeaway. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Sorry about what happened at the start. Um, we've had a little word with Adam and we've had to let him go. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, um, there's not really much else we can say about it. Just sorry that you had to hear that. Genuinely, do you think if anyone... Oh, he's he's still, he's still, he's still. Do you think if anyone goes from the show first... It's like one of these people gets sent off, you know, and the, and the teammates are going, no, no, come on, look, he's not going to change his mind. <laughs> no, if that's anyone it. leaves absolutely really first, do you think it's going to be me or you? Down the tunnel, mate. I Just get down the tunnel. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'll be me.